Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball land today? Well, I hope you're doing good and fine and you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend because I sure did. And we're getting ready to get into episode 39. Episode 39, people. The name of episode 39 is Turning the Page. The name of episode 39, Turn the Page. Well, let's get into episode 39, people. But before we get into episode 39, you know what we got to do. We got to tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, all things basketball podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, all right. Episode 39, we're transcending up, people. And I'm, like I said before, like Coach Luke said before, we got our professional grind on now, baby. We got pretty much of a, a good handle on things, and we're moving nice and smooth right now. And so we're going to get started with this episode 39. Now, as I told you before, we're down to the number one team in the AAU ranks in America. Down to the number one team. The number one team is the New York Gauchos. The New York Gauchos. And it's a very, very story franchise. And of course, as you know, Coach Luke is very familiar with New York Gauchos. Played against a whole lot of guys. Myself, uh, uh, not to tell my age, that played with the New York Gauchos. I never played with the New York Gauchos, but I played against most of the guys that have come out of that Gaucho organization. You know, I'm, I'm stationed in Long Island, and the New York Gauchos is a New York, Brooklyn, Bronx type of team. So here we go. I mean, the New York Gauchos is the number one team in the country. It doesn't surprise Coach Luke at all that they're the number one team. They started in 1967, all right? You could sort of trace their roots to Springfield, Massachusetts, the home of the Hall of Fame. But this franchise moved very fast to the New York area, all right? And and stationed with one Randy Lurch and uh, Riverside Church. So uh, they, they really put it together right there in New York. And um, it's a very, very strong franchise. Like Coach Luke said, they've been going since 1967. So, you know, I can't name all the alumnus, but I'll tell you what, the most notable ones I will name. And, of course, you'll know a lot of the names because they're just a phenomenal team. And i tell you what, a lot of teams don't want to see the New York Gaucho organization. They come through, baby, and they put that New York ball on you. And so you got to be ready for them. And a lot of teams are never, ever ready. And they've gone several, several seasons at a time in, um, in the AAU ranks undefeated. They're one of the teams that can go through 10 or 11 tournaments undefeated before they even lose a game. And so the New York Gauchos is a big, big organization, spreads long and wide all across the state of New York. You have ballers that have played in this organization for years. They actually grew up in his organization. And so what you have right now is we're going to get into a little bit of the alumnus of this organization. 
All right. We got Rod Strickland. Okay. We got Mark Jackson, Stefan Marbury, Ed Pinkney, Walter Berry, Kenny Anderson. All right. Sebastian Telfair. Okay. You got a lot of players. Chris Mullen. All right. You got a lot of players that really, really balled for the New York Gauchos. Very, very good team. Very good team. And so you have, you know, Pearl Washington. All right. You got, I mean, you just got tons of talent, tons of talents that have come out the New York Gaucho area. You have a lot of talent. Boo Harvey. All right. You have Kimber Walker. You know, these are guys that have played for the New York Gauchos. And so our number one team out of all 10 teams is the New York Gauchos. And that's the end of our AAU countdown. Like Coach Luke said, we started at 10. We worked our way on down to number one. And, of course, I just gave you a, a strong briefing of the number one team before I went into the alumni of the team. And so that's our countdown. And as we move forward with AAU, what we'll be doing is we'll be having an AAU topic every show from this point on on All Things Basketball Podcast. But that's our top 10. And coming in at number one, story franchise, the New York Gauchos. All right. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. We got a lot of great coaches on deck. We got more coaches coming in daily. And, hey, you can get your game right, right before the season. The season is right up on us, people. The season is about to be right upon us. And I can't wait. And you shouldn't be able to wait either. Get your game right and and, and get ready for the upcoming season, whether you're playing AAU, high school, college, or NBA. Hit that email button. All right. Coming out of the Houston building, there was a two-hour sit-down with Daryl Morey, James Harden, Mike D'Antoni, and Russell Westbrook. Now, Coach Luke gets a little giggle out of this because I think at this point, there's been so many sit-downs with Russell Westbrook right now. He's an alpha dog. He plays the game hard. I don't think you really need to talk to him on a consistent basis like this. I think the best person that can reach Russell Westbrook is the beard, James Harding. I don't really believe these sit-downs really work with him. I mean, he's went through three coaching staffs in OKC, all right? And they've all had sit-downs with him. And it's never changed the way he plays. He plays hard, he plays reckless, and he's very, very productive. He would have never got the most valuable player if he wasn't as productive as he is. Now, I'll tell you, the best person to reach Russell Westbrook is James Harding, his best friend and the man that's played with him since he was 10 years old. That's the guy that can reach Russell Westbrook better than Daryl Morey and much better than Mike D'Antoni. And if you were coaching Russell Westbrook, you really want him to stay the same. You want Russell Westbrook to stay the same. Now, can he control a system a little bit better? I believe he can. And that's just micromanagement as a coach. 
But you don't want to change anything about Russell Westbrook. You want him to continue to play at the high, high level that he plays right now. You don't want to get in his head. You don't want to talk to him about systems and how you like to play, how you like to play defense. You really just want to put a guy like Russell Westbrook on the floor so he can perform at a high, high level. Now, like I said, micromanaging an offense, maybe you could talk to him a little bit about that. But where you talk to him about that is during the game. As a coach, Coach Luke believes you talk to a guy like him during the game, in the heat of the moment. You'll get his attention a lot better than calling him in and talking to him for two hours. But coming out of the Houston building, I guess Darren Morey and Mike D'Antoni felt the need to sit James Harding down as well as Russell Westbrook because, again, there's a lot of pressure in that Houston building and they're expected to really hoist the trophy. Despite what the L.A. teams are doing, the Houston Rockets are really expecting to hoist the trophy now that Westbrook is in a Rocket uniform. And so that's what's going on out of the Houston building. They had a two-hour sit-down with Russell Westbrook. And again, we're kind of getting off because I really believe the sit-downs are not going to help as far as the Houston Rockets are concerned. They've got a wonderful team, and I think you should let basketball rule out. But that's what's going on in the Houston building. They had a two-hour sit-down with one Russell Westbrook to kind of put things together as to where they want to go in the upcoming season and the seasons after this. Talks are heating up, people. Talks are really heating up for Carmelo Anthony, and I'm so, so happy. So, so happy that there's three or four teams that are involved, three and four teams that are really, really interested in Carmelo. And like I said in one of my other podcasts, I think Carmelo was being a little bit stubborn with the fact he was telling teams, listen, if I'm not starting, you don't need to talk to me. So since then, Carmelo has changed his tune and said he doesn't mind coming off of someone's bench. And now there's a heightened interest in getting Carmelo back on the floor. All right. And so you got three teams that are very, very interested. But I really, Coach Luke really believes that the Miami Heat is the front runner. They're looking for some extra scoring and they're looking for for a, a power forward that can really, really score. Now, Melo, everybody knows he plays the small forward. But if you can remember, when he came in, uh, drafted by the Denver Nuggets with the number three pick, all right, he came in as a power forward. And he plays power forward, in my eyes, better than he plays small forward. He's much faster, much stronger than a lot of power forwards. And so I think Miami, is that's the reason why Miami is the front runner because they are really needing a next uh, extra addition of scoring alongside Jimmy Butler. Okay, and so I think Miami might be his destination. But we also have um, the Orlando Magic right next door, very very interested. And wow, the Los Angeles Lakers are interested. So you got three teams that are very interested in Carmelo Anthony. And so he had an interview uh, on TV a couple of nights ago. And it, 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 I think it's just to put his name back out there and let people know, hey, I'm still around 
and I still can ball because he's still got two to three great years left in the tank, Coach Luke believes. Carmelo Anthony can still play some ball, but that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. There's three teams that are very interested in one Carmelo Anthony, and that is the Miami Heat, the Orlando Magic, and the Los Angeles Lakers, and it couldn't happen to a better guy. I really believe Melo should go out in the proper way and, and go out on his terms and not the league terms. After putting in all those years on the basketball court, I would love to see Carmelo Anthony go out on his terms. Once again, baby, tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, Kevin Durant, of course, you know, is now a Brooklyn Net, and he's very optimistic coming out of the Brooklyn building. They're saying Kevin Durant is making strong strides, and he made a comment that he's very, very optimistic that he will come back 100% full strength. Well, I think that's what he should be saying, and I believe that that's what he should be thinking as he's going through this strenuous rehab procedures. But I tell you what, not many players have come back from this type of injury. That's not to say that Kevin Durant will be like that. That's not to say that Kevin Durant won't come back 100%. All right? But we just don't know yet. We'll have to see. We'll really have to see because this is a, one of those horrific type of injuries. And I tell you, it doesn't take a rocket science scientist to figure out that on the basketball court, you need your feet. <laughs> on the basketball court, you definitely need your feet. And so it's going to be rough for Kevin Durant. I think if he, you know, he plays a season next year, not this season, but next year, because he's going to sit out a year. If he plays a little bit in the first season coming back, you know, um, then he has a strong chance the following year to be close to 100%. I mean, you look at a guy like Rudy Gay, same injury. Took him three years, people, to get back. Now, Rudy Gay had a wonderful season this past season that passed, but it took him three seasons to really get his feet back under him. Now, these things happen differently to different people, all right? Kevin Durant's recovery time might be much better than Rudy Gay's. So I'm not comparing the two players, but there hasn't been a real strong turnaround from this injury from anyone. Like Coach Luke said, the only person that I can remember in my time involved with basketball, and it's been a lot of years, I'm telling you, is Dominique Wilkins. He came back 100%. He had a 46-inch vertical before he ruptures his Achilles tendon, and he had the 46-inch vertical after he came back. Phenomenal. But that's the only guy. That's the only guy. Kobe Bryant was not the same when he came back. He was still a good player, but he was not the same. You didn't see Kobe Bryant dunking the ball or doing the things that he usually do in that form or nature. And so let me tell you something. 
it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. All right? Now, to Kevin Durant's credit, he's a sharpshooter. He's a spot-up shooter. And so he's not going to probably need uh, explosiveness most of the time. So he can come back and be very, very, very effective. But he's saying he's going to come back and get to 100%. Hey, I'm not going to argue with him. I really hope and pray he comes back 100%. That's the best that can happen to him if he comes back 100%. But I'm going to tell you, 85% of the players that have had the same injury have never came back 100%, and most of them wound up retiring within the range of five years. And so, you know, kudos to Kevin Durant. It all starts mental. So if he's saying he's going to come back um, 100%, hey, Coach Luke is not going to argue with him. He's going to come back 100%. But that's what's coming out of the Brooklyn area and the Brooklyn building. Kevin Durant is looking good, as they said, and now he's saying he will be back 100%, not this year, but next year. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Well, we're about to talk about Kevin KD's best buddy. <laughs> well, not his best buddy, but his former teammate, Steph Curry. Steph Curry is tired of talking about why Kevin Durant has, didn't come back to the Warriors and what's going on with the Warriors. And, and Steph Curry has stated, nothing's going on with the Warriors. We're going to be fine. We're gonna, we just want to turn the page from all of the stuff that happened in the past and get back to Warrior basketball. All we want to do is turn the page and get back to Warrior basketball. He doesn't want to talk about Kevin Durant. He doesn't want to talk about... Andre Iguodala, he doesn't want to talk about anybody that is not in a Warrior uniform in this upcoming season. Steph Curry stated just yesterday, I just want to turn the page and get back to playing Warrior basketball. And so, hey, that's how that that's how he feels. That's how Steph Curry feels about it. I guess he's tired of talking about uh, all of the things with Kevin Durant, the uh, um, things that were said. I guess he's tired of, of um, listening to stories of what Kevin Durant felt about the Warrior building and things of that nature. And so coming out of the Golden State building, Steph Curry, the best player on the team, and of course, the guy that stirs the drink in the Golden State area has stated he does not want to talk about KD anymore. And in fact, he doesn't want to talk about any players that are not in a Warriors uniform. He wants to turn the page, get ready for the season, and get ready to play Warrior basketball. And that's a good, good thing. That's a beautiful thing. And you have to watch the Warriors, people. You really have to watch the Warriors. They're still sniffing around that championship and never, ever rule them out. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. We got that WNBA recap, people. 
and I keep saying it, and, and, and you know, I know you guys probably say, boy, Coach Luke, boy, love himself some WNBA. Well, I tell you what, love it, love it, love it. Love to see the women get out there and play at a high, high level. I'm probably one of the, one of the biggest fans of the WNBA in America and in the world. The WNBA get it in, people. And I'm telling you, I love to see the women play some ball at a high, high level. This game is not just for men. This game is not just for men. This game is for men and women. And both sides play at a high, high level. Now, do I love the NBA? Of course I do. All my life I love the NBA. But I tell you, that WNBA is sure intriguing. That WNBA is sure intriguing. And I'm going to tell you another thing. They play some ball. But getting into the WNBA recap for today, all right, we had three games. We had the L.A. Spark, 83, and the defending champion, Seattle Storm, 75. We had the Washington Mystics, 82, and we had the Phoenix Mercury, 103. So 103, the Phoenix Mercury, the Washington Mystics, 82. We had the Connecticut Sun, 94. And and you had my Liberty. Let's go Liberty. But they took a hard L. They took a hard L. The um, Connecticut Sun, 94. And the New York Liberty, 79. And that's our WNBA recap. But Liberty, let's go. We're waiting to do a home game. All Things Basketball Podcast will do a home game. And we won't break the bank. All we got to do is have a phone conversation. And me and the whole All Things Basketball staff will be in the building. But anyway, that's our WNBA recap. Three excellent games. And so that's it for the WNBA. Draymond Green has signed a contract extension, three years, $100 million. Wow. Three years, $100 million. Well, that kind of rounds him off into, uh, what, $33 million a season. Right there, somewhere in there. Draymond Green, $33 million a season. And he deserves it. He deserves it. And so now what you have is you have all three of the nucleus of the Golden State Warriors signed, sealed, and delivered for the next four to five years. All right? You got Steph Curry with a max deal. You got uh, Clay Thompson with his max deal just this summer. And, of course, hey, we always said you didn't have to give Draymond Green a max, but you got to pay him comfortably, and that's what they did. You know, you got a lot of strong minds Bob Myers and the rest of the guys in the Golden State building, Steve Kerr. You know, you got a lot of strong minds over there. And so they signed Draymond Green, three years, $100 million, and it couldn't happen to a better guy. I tell you what, he's around, what, $33, $33 million, uh per year for the next three years. And so, you know, the Golden State Warriors, like Coach Loop said, people, they're going to be sniffing around that championship. 
they're really going to be sniffing around that championship. So look out for them. Look out for them. They're really going to be sniffing around that championship. All right? Now, we've come to the point of the show, and every so often we, we get to this point, where, you know, if you want to be a sponsor on the show, you want your, you want to have your company be a sponsor to All Things Basketball Podcast, or you want ads to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram, leave a message. If you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast and hit the email button and leave your information and I'll get right back to you. If you want to be a if you want ads to your company on the show or if you want to be a sponsor to All Things Basketball Podcast, you do the same thing. It's a wonderful thing. All right? And I leave a message and I'll get right back to you if you're dealing with Instagram. All right. Thank you very much. We have the Milwaukee Bucks, people. Now, you know in free agency, Milwaukee almost lost their whole bench. <laughs> now Milwaukee is looking for a scorer. Bench scoring. Hint, hint. Mellow's still out there, Milwaukee. But anyway, they're looking for bench scoring. All right? Because now they only have a, a starting five. And so what they're trying to do before a training camp comes up is add some scoring off the bench. And they can do that. They definitely could do that. There's a lot of players out there that are still not signed. And there's a lot of players that are scorers. So they'll be able to do that. You know, they already got that bad man, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And so I tell you, with him, you just, you just can't go wrong. But you're going to have to shore up your bench. You can't really win a championship without a strong, strong bench. And that's what the Milwaukee Bucks, coming out of the Milwaukee area, that's what they're trying to do. They're really trying to shore up their, their, their play off the bench. And that's a wonderful thing. Like Coach Luke said, you can't win a championship at any level without a good bench. And so that's what the Milwaukee Bucks are trying to do right now. They're really trying to put together a stellar bench because that's needed in the NBA. A bench is really needed. You got to be able to fill that bench with very credible players, man. You can't just fill your bench with anybody. You got to have specific needs, defensive players, scorers, rebounders. You know, you got to really fill your bench with great, great additions. You can't just fill your bench with just players. You got to be ready and willing to fill your bench with great additions. And so that's what's coming out of the Milwaukee area. They're very focused on their bench play because they already have an excellent starting five people. They already have an excellent starting five. And so now what they're trying to do in Milwaukee is shore up their bench. Again, defenders, shooters, all right? Guys that can get out there and get up on you on the defensive end. It's going to be great. Rebounders, you know, guys that don't even look to score, but they look to help and help in a big way off the bench. And so that's what's happening out of Milwaukee. They're looking to show up their bench. Once again, 
Tap in, people. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. It really is for you. Let's go. All right. LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball is a bad, bad boy. He is setting fire to the Drew leg. And I tell you, if you go on Instagram or you go on Facebook or you go online and you, you, you type in LaMelo Ball, he's really lighting up the Drew leg right now. And I'm telling you, it's a packed house when LaMelo Ball hits that court. Okay, and he's a baller, and a lot of people believe that he will be probably the number one or two pick in the NBA draft coming in next season. Well, you know his brother, uh, um, his brother is on the Pelicans right now, and so you know there's three ball brothers. So Lamelo is the youngest, and he will be coming into the NBA next season. All right, and so you have Lonzo with the Pelicans, and LaMelo will be coming into the NBA next season. He's definitely going to go in the top five, but they're projecting that LaMelo might be the top pick or maybe the second. He might go one or two, and so that's a beautiful thing for the Ball brothers, and of course, you know, uh, uh, Pops is smiling and grinning when he hears that news, but I tell you, you need to leave him alone and let LaMelo do his thing, Pops, because that is what's needed. Let LaMelo ball out because he's going to perform at a high, high level. And I tell you, it's just a beautiful thing. But LaMelo ball is lighting up the Drew League, people. All right? And the Drew League is comprised of a lot of guys on the West Coast that come home in the summer, you know, from the NBA, from overseas, high school. It's just a great, great league. It's somewhat like, uh, you know, um, the leagues in New York, you know, the Dykeman League, you know what I'm saying? You got the Rucker League. It's sort of like that, but it's a West Coast League, the Drew League. And so everybody migrates to the Drew League to watch and watch guys at a high, high level perform. But LaMelo Ball is lighting up the Drew League. And like Coach Loop said, he's going to be one of the top five picks in the draft next year easily. And so that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, it's been a ball, people. Another one bites the dust, as they say. <laughs> Episode 39, Turn the Page. All right? And next episode will be our 40th episode. And with that, I'd like to thank my whole staff at All Things Basketball Podcast that sticks with me and makes this situation so beautiful. I'd like to thank all of the listeners that continue to listen the people that download and share, people that, uh, the, the listeners that hit me up on Instagram, the ones that hit me up on Facebook. I love all of the attention that the, uh, the podcast is getting and it's growing day by day. 
and it's a beautiful thing. And so, hey, we'll see you Wednesday, 7 a.m. I mean, 7 p.m., excuse me, sharp. Wednesday, we'll be back on the air doing what we do with episode 40. All right? And Coach Luke, I'm out. Good night. God bless.